Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 4, Episode 12, Heroes and Villains, which is the Season 4A half-season finale. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In the Enchanted Forest, Maleficent, Ursula, and Cruella kidnap Belle in exchange for a gauntlet from Camelot, which has the power to lead you to what someone loves most, aka their greatest weakness. In a surprise move, Rumpel makes the exchange to save Belle. In Storybrooke, the stars in the sky are aligning with the stars in the hat. As Rumpel prepares to crush Hook's heart to separate himself from the dagger, Snow and Emma show up, having learned about Rumpel's ill intentions from Anna. Rumpel quickly dispenses of them, but Belle, having learned that he somehow regained the gauntlet into his possession, uses it to find his one true love, the dagger. She orders him to leave Storybrooke and never come back. Rumpel travels to New York and finds Ursula to help him enact his plan, helping villains get their happy endings. Roger, what'd you think of this episode? Before we go there, uh, he, she actually does not say never come back. That's she, she doesn't. Thing. You're right. She doesn't say that, but it she she believes that to be the case because people can't come back once they leave Storybrooke. But the lack of an explicit order no, is absolutely. Important. You're right. Because um, I don't know how he would have gotten around that. Yep. This is the second best episode of the season for multiple reasons. Do you like The Apprentice more than this episode? I do. Okay. Um, just because I thought The Apprentice was... It was more exciting as we were getting there. Like, there are things in this episode that I don't love. Specifically, the conclusions to things are pretty disappointing. But I still think there's a lot of good in this. This does a really good job of setting up 4B. Um... I mean, the flaws that the season have had are still here, but I, I think this is a better episode than the rest that we've got. You? Yeah, I really like this one. I think I like this episode more than The Apprentice, but I uh, they're also very different. Like this is a this is kind of an episode that actually isn't part of 4A in some ways. It's in um, between 4A and 4B. Yeah. So I like I don't know if it's really fair to say because like that was actually that was the only episode of season 4A that was about season 4A that I liked. So <laughs> there's that. Um, really excited about these two new villains. Ursula and Cruella seem fun and always love Maleficent. I mean, she's just fabulous. Um, I have decided to kind of just lean into this is where we're at with Rumple now and kind of like forget about how they ruined his character. Um, and they then I'm okay. It. Yeah, they did. They did explain it. That was good. Um, and the B plot in this episode is fantastic. B plot being like Regina Robin, Regina Rumple. Oh yes, no, I think it's that's a fantastic. Reason. I think that Regina and Rumpel conversation is maybe one of the best conversations in the series. I completely agree yeah. with that. Uh, where do we start? Well, why don't we start in Arendelle, because I have zero notes for that. Can we start at the end? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so Elsa, Anna, and Kristoff return to Arendelle. Anna and Kristoff get married, and they're excited about chocolate. But I think that's it. Good. Yep. They're gone now. Those are... It's over. Those are three of the worst characters in this TV show's history. Yeah. I agree with like that. Like, them walking through the door made me cheer. I agree with that. Um, also, they finally decided to change Elsa's clothes. 
Now she can have a wardrobe change. Which is somehow less formal than the dress that she was wearing. The dress she was wearing all season feels more appropriate for a wedding than whatever. I mean, I don't know. Who cares? Also, they didn't even show us of them taking the realm back from Hans and Franz. No, I know. That would have been exciting. Uh, Like, even just a little quick thing. If she showed up, she's like, yeah, I'm queen. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. We get nothing. Is uh, ice magic. Is also how I feel about those characters. Yeah, totally. Yeah, be gone. Uh, Okay, so that was was one of our four locations in this episode. Because there's Storybrooke, Arendelle, New York, and the Enchanted Forest. I'm counting New York and Storybrooke as one location. I think that's okay. fair. Um, shall we do the Enchanted Forest? Yeah. I feel like the setup of the of that is important to the episode. This, I will say, so you brought something up in the synopsis that confused me. So the way this episode positions the gauntlet was that the fact that Rumpel had the gauntlet was a sign to Belle that Rumpel hadn't changed. Right? That he had gotten the gauntlet back, yes. But what we learn is that he actually did choose her. He gave up the gauntlet to save her life. Yes. Which was the right choice because mm-hmm. he cared about her. And it's just the fundamentally right choice, as you would say. Then all he did was go back and say, you held me ransom. Fuck off. I'm taking this back. Are we saying that was fundamentally wrong? Yeah, I'm also confused about that because I feel like it kind of ignores the thing that is the thing that she should actually be upset about, which is that the gauntlet took her to his dagger instead of to her. Or his son's grave. <laughs> but the gauntlet is positioned as your greatest weakness. No, the gauntlet is gauntlet is positioned as the thing that you love most, which people interpret to be your greatest weakness. See, Rumpel says it is the thing that is your greatest weakness, and often the thing that is their greatest weakness is their true love. But that doesn't... What he infers out of that, mm-hmm. what he says specifically is your greatest weakness. His weakness isn't Belle. His weakness is the dagger. Mm-hmm. She just took it as, well, you must love the power yeah. me, which could be true. Which but could be true. Yeah. What he said about the gauntlet is it's the greatest weakness. That's why yeah. the villains wanted it. You're true. You're true. You're, You're true. true, man. You're true. <laughs> so, like, the, the way that they, like, not only did he do the right thing, the gauntlet was correct, and Belle took the wrong message from that. Like, everyone knows the dagger is the greatest weakness. That's his weakness. That's his kryptonite. Like. If you did it on Superman, it wouldn't go to Lois. It would go to Kryptonite. Yeah. Doesn't mean he loves Kryptonite. It's true. Well, she also, like... I I feel like there's a lot of things for her to be upset about here. 100%. And she doesn't, like, actually talk about most of those things. Like, she does say it led me to the real dagger. So she, like, realized that he'd been lying to her Fair the point. time. But then she doesn't, like, stick on that at nope. all. Um... And he said, I want to be chosen as if he has not chosen her consistently. Yeah. And she also just kind of ignores the fact that she interrupted him trying to murder someone. Which she doesn't seem that bad about that. Which, in fairness, I think is the right move because she couldn't give a fuck less about Hook. Like, the man's tried to murder her three times? Four yeah. Times? Although, I mean, Pat Bell has an immense heart for forgiveness. I mean, when she and Henry have that conversation yeah. earlier in the episode about Regina, yeah. she also fucking hates Regina and is like, well, she's on a better path now. Like, she doesn't say, like, she doesn't deserve a happy ending. But there's, <laughs> you're on a better path and me being enraged. It's like when Rumpel's like, oh, Rump, Regina's suffering. That's just why I like her. Yeah. Like, a real person's gonna be like, I may not want to do it myself, yeah. but I'm not gonna be enraged as opposed to, like, it's not like her father who she has a sure. complicated relationship with. Um... And yeah, they, they skip all over the fact that there are things that Belle should be angry about. The deception, mm-hmm. the fake dagger was unnecessary. Even Hook's point about, like, you could have probably told me, and I might have tried to help you, but instead you just assumed that I was against you. Yeah. That's a real argument for a couple to have, and instead they ignore, like, all of the real and just do... I actually don't think Belle should have been the one to do this. I think the choice to do this was right. It should not have been Belle. Mm-hmm. It should have been Emma. 
Emma's the lead character. Yeah. She's the lead hero, quote unquote. Pitting her versus Rumple is the logical play here. And I actually would have done more soapy thing, and I would have had Emma controlling the dagger, and I would have had Belle controlling Hook's heart, and I would have made them both leave. Whoa! I would have had Belle get pissed and be like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to take my happy ending. And he tried to kill me twice. Fuck you. Now you know what it's like to be sent over the town line. Like, I, that's how I set up for I agree with the Emma. I think I think that that would have been very, very out of character for Belle. You're right. That. But here's the problem with the Arendelle characters and Belle. We don't get anything different from them. Belle is just the character from Beauty and the Beast. She has no real depth to her outside of what we already know. All these other characters have a twist to them. Yeah. She doesn't. She they, is... they do a little bit. Um, I mean, the yeah, I guess that's kind of true. I mean, truth be told, she's very two-dimensional. Her desire to be a hero, which they, like, never flush out and always comes out in a stupid way, is is kind of, like, a bit more than what we get in Beauty and the Beast. Not, not that Bella's, like, a bad person or something, no. but, just, but, like, being a hero isn't, like, her thing. But she has no edge. She has no, like... The closest we get to that is that episode with Anna, where she makes, like, the, you know, decision that she disagrees with. But we don't get, like, a... Snow White makes choices that maybe she doesn't. She doesn't, like, all make mistakes. Charming will make a mistake. And, like, everything that Bella does is just very flat. Yeah. It's just flat. And also, it would be nice for to see Belle wanting a happy ending. Like, her actually being angry that she's always having to pay for Rumpel's mistakes. But I don't think that... I think that she knows yeah. that that wouldn't make her happy. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have her stop Rumpel leaving. But I also think it'd be very interesting. Also... And you brought this up, too. There's a fair point to be made that I think Belle could be making that, like, why is it that every time Rumpel makes a mistake, we punish him and cast him out or do whatever? Why don't we give the same consequences to Hook or Regina? Especially Hook, who has tried to murder her and shot her over the town line. That's why I think it would be interesting. Like, you know what? You're pissed. And also, Emma should be pissed at him. But I also think that, so, like like I just said, yeah. Belle knows mm -hmm. that casting out your enemy is not going to make her feel any better. Right. And I think she also knows that he has made strides to try to become a better person, just like Regina. He says says the man who just tried to blackmail the dark one. He hasn't made that many strides. No, yeah, that's not that's not good. Nope. I like how when you always want to downplay something, you say like that's not good. Like it's not good. It's really bad. It's it's bad. A hero does not blackmail. That's true. And a hero doesn't go to murder the but, moment things aren't good. I'm not like necessarily trying to downplay any of that. Just that I think that it, no, no matter what someone did, I like don't think that Bell. I, I mean, I guess she's casting Rumpel out, so that's the thing that she. Did. Is she willing to go that line? It would have just been interesting to see some edge to her. Like yeah. Something more than a flat two character. I think that's what they were going for here, but they like kind of chose because I do I do like I I like that she's sort of saying like my entire life is about you and like I don't want that to be the case. That isn't what she's saying. That's what you want it to be, but that's no, not I mean, what she she's saying. says I what does she say? I am Wow, I have a lot of notes. I mean, she says, I want to be chosen. No, she says that. And then she says, mm, I lost my way trying to help you find yourself, but not anymore. Yeah, but so that's like a fair point because she's overlooking the bad things that she did and she's done with that. But that isn't like her saying like, I'm going to, she could have had a life. Like, didn't they have this conversation in season two where mm -hmm. she was going to leave? I'm a kept woman. Yeah. Yeah. And then she chose to do nothing. Mm -hmm. So, like, it isn't... If she... If her entire life is about Rumpel, it ain't because Rumpel is doing it. Like, I'm not saying it, that it is. 
I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that she, it is Rumpel's fault. Wasn't he gone in Neverland and she just like cried about he's gone and I don't have anything to do? That's true. Like, this isn't a... I think it's more her just being mad that she was lied to. Like, I did all of this for you and, and you lied. Okay, how did we get here? We were, we're talking, talking about the Enchanted Forest. Well, we were talking about Belle and Rumpel. It was the, it's the whole gauntlet. I don't think they positioned the gauntlet to be the lesson that it was supposed to be. Like, it was... I'm also kind of annoyed that, like, we have this super powerful gauntlet and we've never used it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, God, I'm so sick and tired of the endpoint resolution always being happenstance. Henry happens to knock the thing over, which happens to reveal the gauntlet, which happens to trigger Belle's yeah. memory. Everything is happenstance in this half season. Yeah. It's just like Anna getting saved by a random wish on a thing that happened to be the star. It's like... But there is a puppy. The puppy's very cute. The puppy is really cute. It's... I've never seen a puppy that has spots on both eyes. Okay. I know you hate when I say this, but Belle is a little child. What do we tell little kids? Yeah, don't, don't follow the puppy. Don't take candy from a stranger. Don't do it. Like, when I say there's a reason Belle just should probably be locked up for her own good... She got lured away by a thing that you lure children with. I, I will say, I feel like it's a reasonable expectation, as you said, why people always fucking with Rumpel. I feel like it's a reasonable expectation to be like, I am on the lands of the Dark One. No one will fuck with me here. Um, I don't think that's what Belle was thinking. I'm No, I mean, I think she was worried about the puppy. Yeah, you're right, though. I would assume the protection of the Dark One would make me relatively yeah. safe. But, again... They trick her the same way that they trick the girls in Arendelle, where they're just like, Kai? Oh! Also, like, why would they... They have... They are three women with magical powers. Why would they have to do that? Like, they could just take her. <laughs> For a show that's all about very strong women, they really don't do a great job of our first introduction of, like, the Queen's plans. Like, if this is the Queens of Darkness, their first plan and introduction to us was... I mean, I guess we know Maleficent, but... Really? That was your big well, and I, I mean, I think an interesting choice with Cruella specifically. We also know Ursula vaguely, but like this is kind of a different person. I don't think we've um, met. I think we've only seen the like sea goddess yeah. and CGI. I don't think mm -hmm. we've met this character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Cruella is definitely an interesting. I mean, I guess we haven't seen Cruella actually do anything magical. No. But Cruella does not have any magical powers yeah. in in the Hundred One Dalmatians. Um. At all. She oh. has no magical abilities. There's no magic. Like, 101 Dalmatians is set in the real world. Just like a Home Alone yeah. or Parent Trap type story? Yeah. Okay. And in fact, in the original book, the dogs don't talk. I mean, like, they can, they, like, have thoughts, but they are they don't speak. That's interesting, then, that they chose her as a villain. For a show that is yeah. very centered around magic, if she has truly no magical abilities, that's interesting. Um, I mean, we will learn that in this, she does have magical abilities. Ah, okay. Um, so they kind of evolved her character. Yes. Um, uh, Corolla walking up and Rumple saying, I finally caught a whiff of desperation and gin. That's just amazing. Also, she hits him with a line that it never even occurred to me that Rumple is short. Yeah, Rumple is quite short. But I just, I never, I never thought about that. But when she says, like, do you need a step stool to look me in the eye or something like that, was like, damn. I mean, I, I don't, I would not say that he's short. He's probably like five, eight. Which is not tall, but like I think she's, she's average height. I think her. she's like five ten or five eleven. Like, yeah, she's just really the tall. idea that she can look down on yeah. him is not something. Because when the when they position shots, she never he never looks short. Like they never make it look like he's a tiny man, like the imp, right? He's five eight. How tall is Cruella then? Five ten, five eleven. Her name is Roger. 
Just put Corella once upon a time. Sure, don't know the actress. Victoria Smurfit. Oh my god, that is such a cool name. That's a pretty cool name. <laughs> also, I'm gonna give them credit. The they made her look exactly like I would expect Corella to look like. like yeah. Cutie. She is also five eight, but she surely is wearing very large heels. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and their plan. Their plan was to extort the Darkwing. This is the same thing I said about Hook. Why is your first play? At least show me them trying to make a deal with Rumple. Him saying "piss off," and then they kind of see an interaction with her and Bell and go, "Oh, I know what we can do." Yeah. Like, that would have been more interesting than just this. Well, and especially so, the timing of this is like before Skin Deep, yes, in season one, but after the episode. Yeah. So like Rumple and Bell don't really know each other that well. Like he still thinks of her as the help. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of invalidates a little bit of Skin Deep because he had. It, I thought Skin Deep was when he first. I do think game. that Skin Deep is not over. There is a period. There's like a time build up in Skin Deep. Sure. Because he like he meets her, so that happens before this, obviously. Yep. Um, and then there's like a few instances, like when she opens the curtains and she falls down. Like that could have been like after this. I know, but so in Skin Deep, it's like the first time he realized he had feelings for her. Yeah, yes. But this episode is now the first time yeah. because, like, he wouldn't have done all of this if he, like, most of the time he'd been like, I don't care, I get another chambermaid. But, like, clearly he knows that he has feelings for her now. So then. Yeah, and he seems pretty disturbed by them. Like, I thought it was really interesting after they leave with the gauntlet. She's like, I can't believe, like, I need Or she says, that. Why would you do that for me? Yeah, and he says, Don't worry. They can't hurt you. Exactly. Like, that, that <laughs> whole thing implies that he is solely concerned about her first and foremost. Yeah. He chose her, which is an important point. And she sort of is like, what? What? <laughs> what now? What's happening? Well, and he does it in a panicked manner. Like, normally, like, when Rumpel is playing things, he plays it closer to the best and be like, yeah, no one hurts the property of the Dark One. Right. But he didn't actually have, like, a punchy line ready. He was actually just concerned that she was hurt. So like now this is the first time. It's just one of those ones where like it kind of doesn't make sense timeline wise. Yeah. Okay. Or this is I guess this could be in between the events of Skin Deep. Yeah, it's like it's probably somewhere. In, it's so maybe somewhere it's after like when she had fallen. I don't know. It, it's really because she's snooping around. So yeah. actually, there must be some level of trust. She's not afraid of him. And he she left him. He, he left her alone. But he did it intentionally. Right, but he was gone for yeah. several days. Yeah. Um. But, but he um, seems to, he's aware of the fact that she's curious. Yeah. So, but at first they didn't have that like rapport banter back mm -hmm. and forth. So maybe, maybe this is post Skin Deep a little bit. Yeah, but definitely not the kiss part of Skin Deep. No, 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 no. But like maybe this is post the opening. The Actually, are the curtains, there's light coming into the Dark Castle. Yeah, I guess maybe that was after that. I don't know. Yeah, actually this has to be after that because remember he had said he kept the curtains up. Yeah. So, okay, maybe this makes more sense than I gave it credit for. Demanding a ransom from the Dark One is a death sentence. It is. It is indeed. Um, and then he just magically takes it back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he... I guess he just... Without anyone else for them to hurt. It's kind of surprising. I mean, there's three of them. They seem to all have magical abilities. And Maleficent is definitely not more powerful than Rumpel, but she's... Very powerful. She's like there's Regina. there's at times when like yeah. Regina implies that Maleficent is more powerful than she yeah. is. But I mean they're um, in that tier where like she's yeah. not just a pushover. Rumpel will win, but it's gonna yeah. be effort. And I, I I'm willing to believe, yeah, it takes mm -hmm. it takes all of Rumpel's concentration to deal with Maleficent. Um I don't know, like I mean Ursula seems to just have she she actually doesn't seem to have magical powers, she just has Tentacles. tentacles. <laughs> 
Um, this was not a good, I will say this, unlike at the end of season two, where Pan, even though we didn't see him, the level of fear that the other characters exhibited was like, this dude must be the man. I'm not getting that with the Queens of Darkness. I'm kind of getting like bumbling idiots. Well, bumbling, but you know what I'm saying? They're kind of, they're mid. Yeah. I think that we also, I, I think that, I think that we will see that they are positioned. Yeah. Mo two of the three of them are positioned that way for most of the season. Yeah. Um, Which is also disappointing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, we see at the very end, Ursula is a Aquarian uh, janitor. Yeah, she works at an aquarium. I mean, I thought... I, so, that's an interesting tidbit, actually. So, it seems yeah. that Regina has punished some people to not live in Storybrooke. Well, we don't even know if this happened because of Regina. There's been three curses cast. That's true. This could have been Pan. Yeah, this could have been Pan. This could have been Snow. This could have been before then, because people can obviously show up before then. It's true. It's true, it's true. Anything else on the Enchanted Forest? I like the idea that they were going for. Like, I actually think the flashback was an intelligent flashback. I just don't think it was done no, correctly. No, I agree. Um, I mean, like, the, the like, acting is interesting. Yes. Like, the, the characters are interesting. The motivations like, are the interesting. The timing is, like, a little off. But, like, yeah, even, like, Belle and Rumpel's interactions are interesting. It, it's in some ways a little bit of those like, well, we already kind of have seen this flashback. The but... one other thing I'll say, I've noticed that, so if you look at Rumpel in the past, when Neil was alive, it was very clear his focus was getting to his son. And now that Neil is dead in the present, it seems like when they go back in time, they no longer having Rumpel reference that. Mm -hmm. So like when she says like, you have a hole in your heart, it sounds like she's talking about no one loves you. And in reality, what it should be is that, like, you miss your son. Yeah. So it's it's not like we're trying to just kind of ignore Neil when it's like, but that was his sole motivation back then. Like, he even says, what would you need this for? Because I need to get back to my son and this can help me do it. Yeah. It's true. All right. Okay. I think we have two-ish, two plots. Two? Three? I would say there are three plots. Three so I have the main plot, then I have Regina and Robin and Marion's plot, then I would say Henry is his own side plot, which does include Regina, but it's really Henry. Yeah. There's some, like, Hook and Emma, too, but I think that's, like, kind of the main plot. I put Hook, Hook Rumple. Yeah, okay. Belle that's and Emma are the main plot. I want to talk about weird cinematography in this episode. <laughs> it's weird. The CGI? No, not the CGI, actually. Oh. Like, regular camera work. In the initial scene where Hook and Rumple are talking about, like, when Hook's kind of like, oh, your plan didn't work, like, the Snow Queen didn't win. Oh, yeah. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Shot. The way that they shoot that scene is very, very close up on both of their faces. Yeah. And in most instances, because they're, like, facing each other, one of the people's heads is, like, partially covering the other person's face. Yeah. And I thought that was really weird. They I was... may not have been together. There was some point... But usually you would, even if you're using a stand-in, you yeah. you don't... There's no reason to be that close or for you to not be able to see their face. Like It it's... could be if they weren't able to reproduce the locale and they're trying to, like, zoom it in. Because I know at some point he, Robert Carlyle had another show that he was doing. Oh, wow. Um, so if you look at most of the scenes... Because, you know, Rumpel's usually knocked off by himself. Like, he's right. doing his own thing. He very rarely is interacting with the other characters. That's like, true. him and Belle, him and Hook, and that's it. Yeah. So it's possible that they had to basically shoot these separately and then piece it together. Mm. Could be. Yeah, because I did notice that, like, it was also, they were going for the soapy shot with Hook a lot. 
the very like you know you can see the pain agony but he's like gloating too which is kind of funny yeah i know you control my heart also fun fact hook's heart still pretty dark yeah it's not cole it's not yeah. regina bad but it's close to regina yeah uh it's in there yeah i also i thought it was really cool to see um rumple puppeteer hook with the words because it's oh, yeah. well he knows hook that he can basically imitate him emma is suspicious yep although i'm not sure if it's because of the words or like he just seems weird and then she's extra suspicious when they kiss when he grabs her but i think she's suspicious before that with the kiss but why is she able to grab her i i mean i think it's difficult to like explicitly like what what what's rumble gonna say like do exactly this and don't use any other hand motions or anything at all ever don't do anything well what i asked though is that like you said you think it's like when you're under the control it's the spirit of the control that's why like when someone picks up the dagger he can't just poof the dagger away because the idea is that like you're not in control so like hook made an action that he knew fundamentally rumple did not want him to do even if it wasn't explicit he knows that signaling emma is not what he was told to do yeah and he's able to essentially fight through to do that because it looks like he's like in pain doing that which I assume that because Rumpel has his heart, he shouldn't be able to do that. Did we ever see anyone else fight their heartbeat? I mean, when when Aurora has her heart taken, she is completely a puppet. When who else gets their heart taken and controlled? Well, and that, when the well, boy Aurora is pretty bad because she doesn't even know that her heart has been taken. That's true. When the boy has his heart taken by Regina, he follows orders. The boy in Neverland. Yeah. To go get the signal. I've not seen anyone fight through prior off the top of my head yeah yeah i don't know that's interesting um well and hook's just kind of being i love it he walks in and he's like i found the portal to arendelle and it's emma's like the portal like there is a there's just a portal like you found a portal like what <laughs> um that's like that's the other reason that it made way more sense like they positioned this like emma had figured out what was going on but she ended up doing nothing at the end right that was weird to me that like emma's the one who almost got sucked into the hat so it makes sense she'd have a grudge yeah emma's the one who realizes the very end that like oh he'd been playing this the whole time and then they arrive but then ultimately they just get frozen and do nothing no you're right that would have been much more sad you're the savior she had i don't to like do. emma i don't like her as the savior but she should be the savior should be the one confronting the dark one it would have been nice if they had figured it out without well and actually anna didn't anna didn't say like this no. is exactly what rumple's plan is she just was like he oh i know him yeah and emma was like he explicitly told us that he did not know anything about you which is why it would have been more interesting for emma to be yeah the no, to find it I, you know? yeah i get that and it could have um, played into even Henry snooping around. Like, there could have been a much better tie. Yeah. Well, that's that, it's not the first time that she asked Hook if he was okay. Like, yeah. she she's like, there's something wrong with you. And her deducing that there's something wrong. Yeah. She had enough pieces that would have been far more interesting to go, like, wait, this explains why Hook is off. This explains... And then, like, they could have pieced it together. Yeah. But instead, she kind of... I don't know. She's a side character in this, which is kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, and gosh... I don't think Snow or Charming speak in this episode. They're in it for a second. Charming hugs Anna at the end, and uh, Snow arrives with Emma. They speak in the house, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But that's about it. They're yeah. very much... Yeah. 
Which also is fine. I'm not saying every character has to be in every episode. But... No. Also, did Emma go to shoot like a magical pulse at, at Rumble? I think so. That's so cute. <laughs> I think that's what also, happened. Also, I'm going to be real with you. If I'm going to confront Rumble, it's not Snow White I'm taking. Yeah. Why would you not ask Regina for help? Why? Magical backup. Can we learn nothing? Or Belle. It seems like they didn't talk to Belle. No. It seems like Belle showed up on her own. She did. Which maybe or, they had a conversation about this beforehand, but we like didn't get to or see. Or maybe it. that was the play. They were the yeah. bait to let Belle maybe. in. Uh, and that that makes a lot of sense. It would have been nice yeah. if we had like either Explicitly. referenced it before or after. Um because it also would have felt important to be like, well, Belle has the dagger. Uh-huh. Is it the real dagger? Uh-huh. <laughs> it would have been nice to see her be like, no, I know I have the real dagger. But I already made this mistake once, so I'm not going to command him to come yeah. here. But then on her own, she's like, hmm, something's off. And then she uses the gauntlet, and it doesn't point her there. And then she's like, now that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It also would have been kind of nice to see a little bit more um, of a, like, breakdown of Belle's trust. Yep. Of, like, them coming and being like, hey, I think we should, should test if this dagger is real. And her being like, I don't know. Like, I he trusts me. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't that. want to break his trust. Again. Yeah. It would have been a very real thing. But then she has her doubts. Yeah. But. And if they, it, it also would have been pretty rough to have to watch Rumple lie to her again. Like, if, if she was like, hey, they came to me and asked me this. And I, like, I I didn't use it. But I need to, we need, is this real? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. I, don't, I, I still, I will contend that I think it would have been far more interesting for him to actually fill her in on the plot. Like, Belle being a part of it would have been a hell of a twist. And then especially, it'd be even more funny if she's like, yeah, I knew he was going to sacrifice Hook. Fuck him. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, I've said the whole time that I think the whole season would have been more interesting if he had just asked everyone for help. That wouldn't make any sense. That I know just... you think that it means that he would be working against them. But I like it actually would be interesting to watch him be not just be a hero, and make the sacrifice, but be a hero and like try to figure out multiple steps, like try to find another way. Yeah, but that that works if you have another villain. Of course, we would need another villain. We don't have another the villain. Fucking you can't do that with Rumple being the villain. Right. So for him to be the villain, Bellow joining the villain side and being in the middle could work. I don't know that him, you know, part of this, I think, is that like. That's a good idea if you don't have to have the Snow Queen. Instead, we had the Queens of Darkness all season. Then you could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like we got lost. Where are we? Where do you want to be? Where you want to be? Um, let's start with... I think we should save Rumpel and then to the end. Okay. So let's go Regina, Robin, Marion, Henry. Okay. Sure. Um, this very important conversation between Regina and Marion... I don't want to be with him out of obligation. I want to be chosen. What's up with all the women wanting to be chosen this episode? I mean, I I am I get Marion's point here. Like, I also don't want to be with some dude that like just wants to be with me because he married me and then I died. <laughs> I don't want to be with someone who wants to be with someone else. Yeah, no, that's a reasonable point. Um, Though, wasn't that? I wonder what changed now. Did she just not know that before? Because she showed up and they were together. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot. So she she probably needed some catch up because yeah. she's been asleep for a while. Um, I don't time frame is yeah. possible to know in this show, but let's say a month. Yeah, but I I expect 
that we there was probably a conversation between Robin and Marion. Like he told her, like, where, hey. where he told her, like, hey, you fell into a curse and your heart was freezing. And here's all the stuff that Regina did to try to save you. And like, this is the situation. Oh, yeah. By the way, while you're asleep, I fucked Regina good. <laughs> yeah, I fucked her so good. What'd you say? Plenty good or whatever. One time, but it was that it was multiple times, but it was just one time because we didn't leave the location. The location, yeah. Um, maybe he left that part. Of the maybe story. he left that part out. But he 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 probably also shared like because she might have asked like, well, why didn't you try true love's kiss? Oh, <laughs> that would have been quite a conversation to watch. Yeah, um, it would have been actually. But she seems sort of like. I'm I'll step out of the way and Regina is still like solidly like he's not going to choose me. Um and then he does. Mm-hmm. On the bench of what do we call it? The bench, bench of sadness. Bench of sadness. Um and he I his point I actually but if I went back to my life with Marion I'd be living a lie. The best example I can set for my son is to live truthfully, to follow my heart to you. And then we get one of those rare fucking smiles from Regina. And it literally lasts for one second. One second. And then something like the curse didn't go away for some reason. Yeah, that is confounding to me. I guess um, it. I, I feel like the implication and maybe Regina sort of says this because the whole thing when she takes the heart out is like if it gets to her heart it's too late. It's over, yeah. And maybe it did already and the only reason that she didn't die was because they removed it from her chest. Uh-huh. So like when they put it back in it was already in her heart. Like So, so could even, they have left her heart out? Maybe. I Maybe. Like, was the answer don't put that cursed thing back in there? Maybe. Because she doesn't just automatically die. You steal it in the vault and she can live a normal life. I mean normal. Mostly normal. Yeah. Um, it would actually make it would solve two problems because then her being hurt by Robin choosing another woman isn't as painful. That's true. But the solution is to send her over the town line to the land without magic, and she can't go by herself because she doesn't know how the real world works. And and well, Robin does somehow. <laughs> now I'm going to go back to a conversation that you and I had back in season one. Wouldn't it just? Wouldn't she just be fine? Wouldn't she just be fine in the land without magic? Yeah. Like, fine from the curse, or fine... Just to live in the land without magic. Yeah. So then why does Robin need to go with it? Because she doesn't know how to do it. She doesn't have curse memories. Uh-huh. I guess Robin doesn't either, but he's been living in Storybrooke for quite a bit longer. Uh-huh. Um, like, I just don't think that she would be able to figure it out. Why? Like, what is what is her job going to be? What was Rumpel's job going to be? Out? Like, out? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Rumpel's got money. No, Marion he doesn't. has none. He did not have money at the time. There was going to be no money when he goes through. You mean when they go through? Like, if he goes with Bay, he does not have money. Yeah, no, that's and you, fair. And you said, I think he would just be fine. I'd, I'd still contend that they would have figured it out together. Then why can't Marion just figure it I out? Because I think Marion is a helpless damsel in distress. Bullshit. I Bullshit. If he's fine, she's fine. You can't make that argument. I I think that she's a completely helpless damsel in distress. They have they have done nothing to give her any characterization given They talked about her in the past. That she like had like a horse and she did things. Like they did have that episode where they talked. She, about had a horse she, and did, she things. did things. The episode where Robin gets drunk and he's telling a story to Will for the umpteenth time. They do actually like say that like she's not just like a weak damsel. The other thing that's rough here is that if she goes alone, she never gets to see her son again. Or she takes her son and Robin never gets to see his son again. Sure. That's bad. You were dead, so really that is good. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's 
we got to pick one lane. It's either it's fine or it's not fine. I don't know that we can say, because, like, let's be honest, Rumpel was a pretty helpless damsel in distress before the Dark Powers. I mean, Crippled man. what year was it? 18-something? Yeah. He could have worked in a factory. No, he can't. He's crippled. Yeah, he makes matches in a factory and then dies of matchstick problem. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, they are happy for two seconds, and then this happens. Regina can't even have happiness for, for a minute. Not even an episode. Not even one episode. It doesn't seem like Regina is destined to get a happy ending. It sure does not. Which, Rumpel makes a good point about just because you do good things doesn't mean good things will happen to you. And he seems to be right. Yeah, I mean, that's like generally true. But it's not true for everyone. But I think the part of the problem is that when Regina's trying to share this, like, uh, he he's sort of like, well, just take it. Like, yeah. just do what you need and to get it. And she's like, anymore. but I won't be happy if I do that. Oh, no. And that's a fair point. <laughs> I think the point he's making is that, like, you're not happy now. Yeah. You were miserable when you do the bad things. You're miserable when you do the good things. Is the argument that, like, you should try. I don't know. Like, uh, standing around doing nothing doesn't seem to be working either. Yeah. Um, or maybe she's just cursed to have an unhappy ending. This is I even just the idea of this conversation is kind of sweet, actually. Rumple and Richard. She thinks he's coming to gloat. Yeah, and he's like actually like I, I want this for you too. So it's conversations like these, though, why I say I don't believe there's energy between them, because I think there is a genuine and healthy, like respect and rivalry. Like mm -hmm. I don't think it is. The, like, you know, the classic we pull each other's hair because we flirt with each other. Like, I think he genuinely respects her, even if he kind of also hates her at times, especially for the, what she's done. Which is why the concept of that and energy is, like, it doesn't add value. Like, I just don't see it. Because, like, this conversation doesn't make sense with people with energy. He genuinely wants her to have a happy ending, but he wants her to do it the corrupt way. Which is Rumpelstiltskin in, in a nutshell. Yeah, that's fair. Um... I also like that he totally knew what Henry was doing. Well, he didn't know. He didn't know what Henry was doing. He didn't but he know knew that Henry he was snooping. She, he knew what he was doing. He didn't know yeah. why he was doing it. And I think it was interesting. Again, I said the same thing. Why didn't they even think about asking him? Asking Rumpel. Rumpel. I know. Like, why is that just never an option? Well, and interestingly, it seems that Rumpel did not think of this at all until he knew that it was Henry's idea. So, like, the whole setup for the next half of season yeah. is Henry's idea. Which is funny because Regina <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. If she doesn't tell him, right. he has no plan. I also, it's funny that I he... Mean, he would have figured out a plan, but... But he doesn't, he doesn't have this plan. Yeah. Did he not even consider that there was an author? Like, they came to that conclusion. Maybe he never even considered the fact that... Because he might think the way I do, where it's just a book that records what happened. Yeah. It's a controlling thing. Right. And I'm not even sure anymore if it's controlling things. Yeah, I mean, it seems... Yeah. Because the page that Regina obviously tears up at the end was a modification. I think it's more of a question of, like, fate versus free will. Yeah, I mean, is predestination the thing? Yeah. Or is it that, you know, is it a river that you can modify? Um, yeah. How were you able to get a happy ending? Because I took it. And quite frankly, you should do the same. Though, what's funny, though, when you say that to Regina, there is a point that, like, she never was willing to take happiness. Like, oh, he was absolutely. led to Robin the first time and just refused to walk through it. Or she could have just let go of that stupid revenge, but she would never take it. Absolutely. 
But I, I mean, she does earlier in the season. She kind of has a, like the next time mm-hmm. true love comes knocking, I'm going to be ready. Yeah. Um, and then she says, "I thought you changed," and he says, "More like a bo- evolved. Being a slave to the wicked witch will do that to you." I love that he uses the exact words that I use. <laughs> so let me be clear one more time: you are allowed to kill your slave. <laughs> Fair. We find these truths to be undisputed. Um. You want a happy ending? Watch me take one. Well, he also he mentions coming back from the dead because you know he sacrificed himself. He tried the right thing, didn't work. Then his punishment was having his son die at the hands of Zelina. I could see maybe how Rumple decides, "Fuck it, I'm going my way again." This way didn't work. Yeah, because both of them. What's interesting, the parallels between those two is that both of them have tried the good thing, and so far both of them have gotten screwed for it. Yep. Well, and I think too. I mean, I don't want to make light like Rumpel's sacrifice was a very big deal for him as a person but dying is easy living is harder yeah but that statement is true when you're not an immoral being with unlimited power who sacrificed (laughs) things that you've wanted more than anything for everyone yeah you're right dying may be easy hamilton but it's not (laughs) the same when you're saying like i'm sacrificing all my power and i'm gonna kill my immortal father to do it my immortal father. Yeah. What a weird phrase. Um, anything else on their conversation? It is the holding hands is kind of sweet too. It is interesting to see. I'm saying interesting a lot to see Regina. Not in, I don't want to say damsel in distress, but she's almost in that place where Snow often finds herself, where like she's just close enough to have her true love, and then it's ripped away again, and she's just close enough to you know. Like maybe we said like, yeah. are they ever gonna stop? Having to go find, find each, other. each other, yeah. And then Charming and Snow have not really had to find each other this season, but now it's Regina who has to constantly find yeah. them. It's all, I, I wish we got the conversation of like, yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? To have to constantly find your true love, but you know. Yeah, no, I'm good. I, I I think the B plot was very well done. There's a couple more. Well, I guess it kind of ties into the A plot. Somebody finally asked Belle about the book. Way to go, Henry. She didn't have any answers. Like she didn't know anything about the book. Um, I think Henry fighting the secret library. Henry has been very underutilized this season, but what a good ending for him in this season. I, yeah, he's like wandering around in this mansion by himself. Like his parents just like leave him there after, I don't know. I guess, I mean, he's old enough to be wandering around a small town by himself, but. Well, but the distance between this, because this is the same mansion that he was going to suck her into the hat, right? This is a distance. Yeah, they drove there. Sure, but they left him there. Yeah. Drove away. Nobody he, noticed. He got back. Henry definitely plays the, like, I'm going to ride with Regina. I'm going to ride with, with Emma. Emma. <laughs> how did he get back to the diner? Because remember, Emma had to drive there a while. Yeah. I mean, he must have. Maybe has a bike. Okay. I don't but know. But it took Emma in a car a little bit of time to get there. Yeah. Um, or he's just an Olympic sprinter. But he literally found a secret door. He was pulling on light fixtures to find a secret door. In fairness, if you were a little kid who happened to discover a curse on this town and you were right, wouldn't you then assume that, like, I can find anything? Yeah. Well, also, the structure of that hallway is weird. Yes, it is. Because there's, like, it leads to nothing. Which doesn't make any sense. Also, it's a secret mansion from a sorcerer. I would be pulling on everything in there, too. Um, And in this, the CGI of this. Why? Can you not find a library with books in it? (laughs) 
Like, there are things that you have to CGI. The ice wall. There's no real place. Sorry, ice wall believers. That's not a real thing. A library, to my knowledge, exists. It does indeed exist. Um, but they're blank. But they're blank. So that's interesting. Yeah. That means that there is an author. Mm-hmm. He writes in them. Mm-hmm. And the author is somehow connected to the sorcerer. Because uh-huh. this is his mansion. Which, again, is now the author in charge? Or is the author just like... Is the author the sorcerer? Is the author the sorcerer? Is the author a stenographer or a creator? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, but Regina's feeling hopeful about this situation. Shockingly so. Um, she ha- she gets a good smile on her face, which is surprising after yeah. the ripping up of the, the pages when um, Robin crosses the line. And um, Emma says she's in. Emma's in opt for Operation Mongoose. I made you a promise I intend to keep. Everyone deserves their happy ending. So now the three of them are going to be working on this. Operation Mongoose. Here I'm actually disappointed in that. I don't think she should be a part of this story. I would rather Emma be a part of the A plot and let somebody else be part of the Regina plot. I actually like separating them two. Well, it now seems that the A plot and the B plot are going to be the same plot in season three, four B. But what I mean is that, like, Regina's quest is a separate quest from Rumpel's plot, even if they have overlapping yeah. things. Let Emma be part of the Rumpel story. You just I think want it makes more sense. Regina and Henry? Well, A, more Regina and Henry, but, like, Regina, Henry, and other characters could be backfilled into this as well. Because there is still the point that I've been saying, does Regina actually deserve a happy ending? We know that Emma may feel that way, but Emma doesn't have the history of Regina that the rest of them do. Other people debating whether or not Regina deserves this is an interesting conversation. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, oh, can we also talk about Henry calling Belle grandma? That was... That's adorable. Again, the timelines are so weird because Belle, Snow, Emma, and Regina are basically all the same age. Regina maybe 10 years older. Regina is older than them. But she's not a generation older than no. them. No. Like, she's 28 to 18, for example, like yeah. whatever the difference is between them. Um, and so Regina's a mother, Emma's a mother and an aunt or sister, sister, baby Neil, sister, Henry is an uncle and Belle is a grandmother and they're all, you know, Belle's good. cute they're like bonding over books and libraries while they're it's just i feel like they would get along really well actually i'm sad that Belle is not like the head librarian i mean she is but she never hangs out in the library anymore that's what i mean like being the head librarian the you know oracle of information the the music in this episode was also really interesting a lot of the themes were new like when she finds the gauntlet the like music that plays was like entirely different i've like never heard it before um and we're, this is a show in which we get, like, pretty consistent musical theming. You'll get, like, variations of a theme that you know, but usually you don't get unique scores. Like, you get Regina's theme in a different octave, if you said, yeah. or a different key or a different tempo. Well, and the, often, like, the villain, like, the new villain will have a, its own theme, yep. which maybe is kind of what this is. Like, it's leading into that. Um, and, and the... Um, like the source, the sorcerer, the hat stuff has the like sorcerer's apprentice song, mm-hmm. um, which was very cool, and that's like that was just very. Is cool. that from Fantasia? Yes. Okay. Um. 
sorry. Uh, no, there's two really good Robin and Regina kisses in this episode, too. They kiss good. They kiss, they kiss good. good. They kiss good. They have chemistry. They have, yeah, they they have actual energy. Yeah, they do. All right. Uh, there's one criticism I have of Robin, though. It would be nice to have gotten a true Robin backstory. Like, yes. Robin Hood is a fun character. Robin Hood is a super fun character. We never get Robin Hood in the uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. Like, it would have been nice to see just, like, one episode of the classic Robin Hood tale. Show us how he meets Marion. Show us how he fights, you know, like, could we not have gotten all of that? We don't get it. We do get an episode where he interacts with the sheriff. The sheriff, but I don't think it's happened yet. Yeah, but we don't get. And like, it's also not that good. It's not the true like interaction. Yeah. that, you know, give us the classic tale of Robin Hood. Exactly. Um. Okay. Anything else before we jump to? Oh, Emma is sitting down next to Regina at Granny's. You don't need a friend. You need a drinking buddy. Shots. <laughs> Well, so I, I like the initial interaction where she's like, I don't have time for another hope speech. And she's like, you must have confused me for my mother. <laughs> Which is a funny callback to Regina pointing out that, like, just like your mother, you've ruined my life. So, like, she actually had called her snow before. Mm -hmm. And then even Emma's like, yeah, I know my mom's been insufferable with that yeah. crap. Yeah. Um, and then I love the I'm miserable. Yes, but Rumple is too. And doesn't that make you feel better? It does. Yeah. That's petty as fuck. It is petty. I love it, though. I'm all here for well, it. Well, that's also, like, where you would be yeah. when you're, like... Like, because I, I don't know that Regina, like, genuinely feels that way. I mean, I think that if if we're talking about, you know, Rumpel has been a duplicitous little shit for this whole half season, like, yeah. I would be mad at him, too. Yeah. I don't think that Regina genuinely wants Rumpel to not have a happy ending because, like her, like, that fucks up her ability to have a happy ending. But in this moment, drinking in a bar, being upset about Robin, of course you fucking want Rumble to be suffering. It's real. Yeah. It is just how you would feel in that moment. Like, you know what? Fuck him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck uh, him and the horse he rode in on. Pretty much. And yeah, we talked about this. I would pay far too much money to watch Drunk Regina. Yeah. I We, we did. We went on a little tangent. It's like, I make fun hands of stuff. I throw fire. They miss a lot of opportunities in this show to get, like, Regina being more of, like, the silly normal girl. Like I said, I want an episode of Regina flirting. I want an episode of Regina drunk. And I want disheveled Regina, where she's just no makeup and, you know, wearing whatever fucked up clothes. You know, like, just, just give us a little bit more Regina instead of just, like, the stoic, you know. Yeah. Kind of get that same note from her all the time. All right. I think our last bit here is the, well, the scene with the hat and then the, the bell and rumple at the town oh, line. So close. The, that, the hat was cool. Like the, the stars were cool. Like it was cool. Rumple. You wanted this to happen. So badly. I wanted <laughs> to die so badly. I knew it wasn't going to happen and I was cheering for him. I was like, come on, man. It's like, you, he's so close. He's so close. Lock the door, man. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't lock the door. What are you doing here? And I also, I, I like, don't, I fund, yeah, I just don't get it. Oh. Um, The music, again, was very cool in this. Look, the spin on the Sorcerer's Apprentice theme was awesome. I know you disagree. I have no beef with him killing Hook because Hook got what he deserved. Fuck him. Snow and Emma being the ones to show up is just kind of stupid. But then freezing them was the right call. It doesn't actually hurt them. He just freezes them so that they stay out of his way. 
And then, yeah, him reveling in it. I mean, he does the villain, like, I'm going to enjoy this. But, like, also, this man is tormented. Him. Yeah, he's monologuing. But, like, the yeah. man's been tormented by him for 200 years. You can forgive a little monologue. And then, like, Belle showing up, and you're just like, this is betrayal. I know you disagree, but, like, this is straight up betrayal, even if what he's doing is wrong. Like, he thought she was on his side, and he wasn't. And then that that whole, I know that's supposed to be, like, a really powerful, you know, girl power scene. I think it's actually really terribly done, just because the motivations are stupid. The, the the dialogue she says is bad. Like, it's not. You have convinced me that they should have gone another way. You find, or, or someone else do it. Like, I don't mind it being done because Rumpel cast out, puts him in a fascinating position. But as I said, when we talked about this in the Rumpel deep dive, there is no universe on this planet where Snow would ever do that to Charming. I don't actually even buy that Emma would do that to Hook because I just don't think that's what this show has ever been. They've always talked about second chances. You've talked about that. So Bell deciding that, like, Rumpel's used up all his chances is like, what? For this? Like, he didn't even do any... Like, him, her doing this after he was beating the shit out of Mo French would make more sense to me. Mo French is a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And, but that's her father, so you can see how maybe her reaction would be more emotional. I didn't like it. I just... Also, I think it would have been nice to see a villain win for once. Fuck! That's tired of it. The same note every time at the end. Well, also... I mean, I guess Neil dies. But I don't, that's not a no. I just mean it. We haven't had anybody die in a while, like a main character. I mean, the Ice Queen just died like no, an episode ago, like a hero. Well, how often do you think heroes are supposed to die? Well, I don't know. Maybe I watched too much Game of Thrones. You definitely watched too much Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched too much Game of Thrones. I mean, most network TV shows are I know, kill off. but wouldn't it be brave to do so? So. Uh, oh, well, we'll talk about this, you know, at the end of the season. I think killing off a main character is fine, but I think you have to do it in a way in which it actually advances and helps the story. And one of the things I didn't like about killing Neil is it didn't make the show better. Oh, right. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not advocating for Hook dying, but I feel like what you're saying is yeah. like, Hook is a main character. If yeah. Hook dies, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, at the very least, Hook can die. And then now Emma is motivated to say, I want to undo that. Yeah. That could have been an interesting story. He could be gone for five episodes. Have him doing a scene where he's in wherever and he reunites with his brother one last time and then Emma saves him and pulls him back. Totally fine. Could have been great. Also, he, he has the audacity to say I'm a survivor. Motherfucker, this wasn't you. You didn't do this. This wasn't you like coming up with some plan. You were a damsel in distress and got saved yeah, by Belle. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I Bell also says a lot of things in this townline conversation. You've never changed. Is a, I mean, I don't like. Yes, he did. He died for you. That happened. So what's interesting is her point is both right and wrong. It's wrong because you're right. He changed, but he did change back. Yeah. Which means by like what she is saying, you were here. You got it right, and now you're wrong again. So technically, if you do a 360, is that not changing? Yeah, I guess maybe it's not. I don't know. That one doesn't bother me so much as you, I want to be chosen. How many times has he chosen you? What, what am I missing about this character where they're like, he doesn't choose her? I, what did she want at him just to not be this way? I, I mean, I think she wants him to not murder people. I think, sure. I think that's the thing she wants. You remember what Charming said? I think that's a reasonable thing for you to want. No. It's <laughs> making up. <laughs> You're allowed to murder your enemies. I think that's a reasonable point. But, like, Charming makes a point about, like, you robbed me the first time we met. I knew who I was marrying. Yeah. 
Uh, well, and I, I feel like she, now there's only a beast. Like, Repo is still a complicated human being. Who has gone through some massive trauma. Yeah. Like, she seems to be ignoring that entire point of, your son was murdered. And also, she was there when he died. Yeah. We're just ignoring that? I, yeah. I mean, as you have said many times, Rumpel definitely should have some mandated Archie time, as should many other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mandated therapy just needs to be a thing. Yeah. Um, I did, Robert Carlyle's acting in this scene was unbelievable. Oh, so scared. The, well, and something I like, don't think I've quite noticed before, He, I mean, he literally says, I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Please, Bell, please, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, But his... It's like his whole body undergoes a transformation when he becomes Rumpelstiltskin, not the dark one. Um, like, his face changes. Like, he looks scared all the time. There's an innate, like, strength that his body has when he is... And yeah. when someone has that dagger, he is, like... He's back to being the Rumpel that we knew in the past before mm -hmm. he became the dark one. Um, you mentioned in a previous episode about, like, well, he could just leave the town without his power. No, like that's the man he would be without his power. He doesn't have to be that person, though. He just is. I don't think you understand. That's not like Emma doesn't have to be a person with walls, but she is that person. So if 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 she's if we're gonna give her the like, oh well, you have walls. That's a part of who you are. You can't just say that like Rumple doesn't have to be afraid. Like that's who he is. Fundamentally, he's a coward. I hope that someday Rumpel finds his inner hero. I don't. I want the inner villain. Fuck this nonsense. <laughs> he did find his inner hero. And you know what he was rewarded with? Slavery. Yeah, it was bad. And son murder. I don't know what the... Son murder? Well, I don't know what, like, patricide, patricide is when you kill the father. I don't know what killing of the son is called. But that. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. The reward for his noble sacrifice was... Awful. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we talk about favorite moment? These hoes ain't loyal. Yep. Snow would never do that. You're right. She wouldn't. I have three favorite moments. Hey, two. Okay. Why don't you go first? Maleficent showing up. She was Ravens, and then she became a person. That was cool. It was really cool. That's like, it just cool. was really cool. <laughs> I also think seeing Cruella was cool. Because we we had either had a mention of the other two characters, but like Corella had not been, and I kind of figured it out the first time I watched this when I saw the dog, and I was like, I kind of looks like a Dalmatian. Oh, mm -hmm. but then to see her was like, okay, that's nice. Um, I just I think Rumpel's interactions with the Queens of Darkness, even if it was illogical, was just fun to see because it was nice to see. You don't get Rumpel a lot with other villains. Like usually the villains are trying yeah. to kill him, mm -hmm. whereas these were the first villains where he's just like, no, I can do it myself, and then he's like, well. Situation's changed. I need yeah, help. Yeah, need help. So I liked that. That's one of my favorites. What's your second favorite? Robin choosing Regina, even though the moment was 30 seconds long and it immediately goes backwards. It was, it made me cry. It was beautiful. She was so happy. And I think I also like really liked what he said. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, it's not honorable to lie to my son. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Oftentimes like, They'll have Hook try to say the honorable things, but it falls flat to me because I'm like, yeah, I kind of think you're a scumbag. Whereas like when Robin says it, there seems to be like a genuine nature. In the same way Charming is mm -hmm. like, yeah, but they're genuinely good people, so I buy it. Like, it makes sense. And that one, even though it was fleeting, was a nice moment. I like Henry finding the secret library. Yeah, that's good. I think that was pretty cool. Um, a, because Henry did it, and gosh, he needs a purpose. 
And then also just like, even though it was bad CGI, all of those empty storybooks, endless possibilities. Endless. Yeah. My last one is Regina and Rumpel's conversation in the car. Oh, I should have had that. That was a really um, good conversation. Especially because I think that they are, it really does show that they're in different places. Mm -hmm. um, Going this way. And, but they genuinely want each other to be happy. Yeah, there's a genuine respect. Yeah. Like that, that to me confirms what I've always said about those two, is that's how they are. They're they're like frenemies, yeah. if that makes sense. And specifically in the conversation, I love that Henry has now set up, Henry's idea has now set up for B. Also, he does genuinely care about Henry. Yes, he does. Like That, that part of Rumpel hasn't changed. Yeah. Which is weird that he is, I don't know. Most ridiculous. I have two. I also have two. My first one is that fucking library. It's a library. Just it's bookshelves and books. Guys, why? What's wrong with you? Why would you use your CGI budget? Why? <laughs> Any library. Like, it's fine. Any library at all. No um, contestant over here. And we can sense magic now. Oh, yeah. When did that happen? I don't know. Um, My second one is... Belle grabbing the dagger without Rumple noticing. Like she walked up the stairs and grabbed that dagger without Rumple noticing. Yeah. How did that happen? I'm assuming the gauntlet poofed her there. It also would have made more sense if somehow Emma and Snow were put, like if everything was positioned differently. So like they were actually a distraction. Or like they weren't literally blocking the door. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm really tired of being the thing that is the most powerful magic this season? What? Happenstance. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's a good one. I agree. And he ultimately lost. Not because of, like, good detective work or not because, like, just happenstance. It happened to be a gauntlet fell that Henry happened to knock over and Belle happened. I mean, come on, man. Be better, writers. Just be better sort of set it up for Emma to figure it out and yes. then they didn't follow that path. Emma figuring it out would have made more sense to me. Yeah. But that's not what we get. All right. I have three losers. Obviously one of your losers was Rumble. There's no question about that. Absolutely. Because he got cast out. He, he lost. He didn't get his plan. He had to he had to take the bus. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the biggest loss Rumble has taken. Yeah. It doesn't include his son down. And he seems to come up with a plan real quick, which is like you know that's the thing but he's uh he's 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 not begging because he doesn't do so with his words no. but he fe it fe he feels a little desperate here i will say this not that you'll agree with this if there is a victory to be gained it might be that now bell is no longer in the picture and rumple can actually be rumple because i do think while bell was a good thing for him it was also the thing in his past. Like he, he, if she is no longer there with him, that gets rid of his second biggest weakness. It doesn't though, because he will, he will still save her. Maybe even if they're not together, like he, he, there's no way he would let somebody kill her. I think you're right. I think the difference is, is that now you don't know that. Yeah. Like if we're, if we're opposing him, you have to hope that he will still do this. Yeah. And he might be able to bluff you, whereas before you knew it was true. Yep. How but this you is have? still a loss. I have one more loser. I have two more. Who's your third place loser? You don't do it that way. I don't. Is Regina another one of them? Yes. It has to be because she lost Robin. That was a rough lot. And I was feeling... I, I was really impressed that she went from tearing up that page and giving up all hope to feeling hopeful about the conversation with Henry. Um, and she didn't, you know, 
go all scary witch Murphy. lady. Um, you're reading the book with your scary face on you're reading the book with your scary face yeah um but i i mean that's a big loss because he chose her and she still didn't get to have him i think regina also loses for another reason and i've said that they're tied together but regina always looks happy when rumple finds a way back because mm -hmm. it means that villains need a happy ending well rumple just lost again yeah and if he can't get a happy ending maybe she can't get a happy ending either mm -hmm. and it does seem to be trending in the direction of sorry virginia no matter what you do whether it's good or bad you will get fucked in the end yep i'm gonna give you a third loser it's bell i that is the biggest surprise i've ever heard wow um wow for a couple reasons you you convinced me pretty good that there were they should have found another way to deal with the situation like that wasn't the right thing to do um or like it wasn't especially the way that they handled it like being like i don't know how to deal with you and your power shit so like we're gonna you're gonna go live in new york for a bit and we're gonna like figure this out but like you're in timeout <laughs> <laughs> like that that would have that would have been a reasonable because rumple is an enemy that, that they cannot defeat like i understand that his power is like a problem mm -hmm. a problem mm -hmm. i definitely just thought i saw a spider but it was your foot okay Whew! I thought it was a big spider. Yeah, I got Peter big really feet. big guy. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I would have screamed like a girl if a spider that big is in my house, like a girl. Um, and despite the fact, like I, I understand, like she, this is a betrayal, but like this is, uh, it's a, it's bad character development for Belle. Um, and she lost something here, mm -hmm. like something, like she sort of says, like I have dedicated my time to trying to help you. And this is where we are. And that sucks. Sucks. I've never been more proud of myself about this show than this moment right here. Like this, this may be the greatest accomplishment. Mm. I, and I've gotten you to agree to killing people. And this feels like so much more important to me. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who your third loser is, but I know who my name is. That was it. Rumpel, Bell, and Regina. Oh, that's right. Who, how many winners you got? One. I got three. Okay. Uh, Henry. Oh, that's a good one. I'll I'll do that. I'll take that. Yeah, I, I think I. Except now he started a villain plot for for me. That's <laughs> Regina's so, Yeah, that's Regina's fault. Yeah, that's fault. That was Regina's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Ran her mouth a little bit too much, but I think him now having a purpose again is nice. Like Henry yeah, I agree. Important. Um, finding the mansion. Just I, I like it when Henry's involved. Which yeah. Obviously, I've done a complete one eighty on how he was. Uh, you have one. Well, now I have two because okay. I added Henry. Hook one of your winners? Yeah. Yeah. Not dying. Not dying. Big deal. Not yep. dying. Big deal. Get saved by Belle. Yeah. <laughs> Irony. Yeah, right? <laughs> we don't even get to see it. It's like not an interaction between them, which is really frustrating. So yeah. many, so many missed opportunities. Who else do you have? Uh, myself. I'm giving myself. Because it's over? Because it's over. This fucking season is gone. I hate this goddamn season. And I convinced you that Belle was wrong. Mm -hmm. There's maybe the two greatest once upon a time related achievements I've ever gotten through. I don't think that I, I, I don't think that Belle is wrong for like dumping Rumpel. No. But I what think I think that this was not a hero's choice. Yeah. It isn't the fact that she decides I've had enough of your bullshit. It's that she basically takes the villain's path and says, I've given up on you and I'm yeah. casting you out. Or like 
I wouldn't even mind Emma doing that because she's like, I am the savior and it is my job to protect everyone. And you've proven time and time again, you're the biggest threat to this town. I'm dealing with the problem. And then Belle arguing that's wrong. You, he deserves a second chance would have made more sense to me. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't care. And then we set up heroes versus villains. Yeah. You know, that would have made sense. That's it. It's all over. Okay. It's gone. Uh, so we're going to be moving into season 4B, which we call The Queens of Darkness. It's funny that it's titled Queens of Darkness because I refer to it as heroes and villains. Yeah, that's also a fair way to call it, but that's the name of the episode that we just watched. I know, so. but that's what the, <laughs> the season feels like it is heroes and villains, yeah. even though I know they call it Queens of Darkness. Um, So the things I'm looking forward to, Maleficent. Just love Maleficent. The book, we're finally turning this like tiny little B plot into an A plot. We're turning the page. Uh, really excited about what's like, not excited. I'm disappointed. But what, like, Robin is just living in New York City now? Like, he just lives there? He moved? You know what would have been more interesting? If Neil was alive and back in New York and Robin and Neil could run into each other. And they could steal stuff together? Yeah. Have cons? Yeah. <laughs> or he gets a job at wherever Neil was working. Mm -hmm. I just miss Neil. And I want to know exactly what Rumpel's plan is. How's he going to get back? Oh, I'm so excited. What's going to happen? I also think this is going to be the closest we get to Rumpel Unleashed. We haven't really seen Rumpel since the beginning of season one where we didn't know about Belle. We've never seen Rumpel just kind of go untethered. He's like, fuck it. I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. Also, what does Rumpel's happy ending look like? I don't know. Well, actually, so like, I get what Regina wants. I don't actually know what Rumpel wants now. Yeah. Um, especially with his statement about like the whole world needs to watch out. Uh, yeah, that's kind of terrifying. I'm unclear on what Rumpel wants now. Like, is it just total? Like, is he more like Cora than we thought? He just wants everyone to be subjugated. I don't know. I want to find out. I cried three times. Regina gets chosen by Robin. Yep. Robin has to leave the town. Yep. Rumpel gets cast out. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> three for three. Okay, guys, it's over. We did it. We made it through 4A. 12 down. Please Zero to go. Be sure to join us next time when we do a recap of season 4A. And then after that, we will dive into 4B. We will see you next time. Hmm.